Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. It symbolizes just one thing to me, man. It's just a constant reminder of exactly how good God has been to me over the years. And I thank him for it, too, because I realize every day that I wake up that I would be nothing without him. That everything I am that's any good in me, I owe to him. Now, have I made some mistakes along the way? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bunches. Bunches and bunches. And will I continue to make mistakes along the way? Yep. Not as many, hopefully, as I have in the past, because a lot of stuff I know better now. But you're still going to make mistakes. Now, you know, hopefully I've limited the amount of intentional errors in my life. I've wiped quite a few of those out. But from time to time, because we're human, we're going to make a mistake every now and then. The trick with it is, y'all, is not to let the devil deceive you into thinking that once you make that mistake, that that's it. You can't do it. You've fallen off the wagon. You can't reboard it. That's the biggest trick that he uses. He makes you think that if you keep stumbling, that you can't run the race. Um, It kind of reminds me of a marathon runner. From time to time, I watch him on TV. And you'll see some people who uh, finish the race, you know, in a a nice uh, pace. You see people finish the race sprinting towards the finish line. But every now and then you'll watch a marathon and you'll see a runner and the runner is in really, really bad shape. 
The key is they finish the race. See, you don't get disqualified in the marathon because you stumble. You don't they don't they don't take your opportunity to finish the race because you keep falling. That's not the key. The key is finishing. And a lot of times what what the devil does is he makes you think that because you keep stumbling, because you're swaying from side to side, that, you know, you out the race. Well, that's not the case. And see, and in this thing called life, let me help you understand something. Everybody falls. Nobody sprints to the tape in this one. Nobody just runs free and clear. There's some people running faster than you and all like this. And some people going to get to the end before you. Let them go ahead. And when the end come, the end come. I ain't in a rush to get to the end. But in this race, though, when you're stumbling and you're falling, it's a part of it. No one gets through this race without stumbling and falling, swaying from side to side. So don't let the, uh, the enemy deceive you into thinking that it's over. I, I try to be encouraging to people because I don't want people to get stuck on this thing. You know, and my walk is very different from a lot of people's walks. And then I know a lot of people who walk it in faith the way I'm walking in faith. But my, my thing in the morning is just to remind those that it's not a perfect walk, man. That it's not something that's set up where you're going to be skipping through life scot-free without any pitfalls. You know, I keep saying it over and over and over again because, like I said, when I was in D.C., my boy Hondo said this to me, and it just kind of stuck with me, that the the road to success is always under construction. You have to figure and count on the setbacks and the pitfalls, but it's those people that that uh, that that uh, that fight through will be the victors in the end. You cannot give up, man. Stop going somewhere and sitting down every time something goes down. It's going to go down. It's a part of it. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. There are going to be setbacks. If you go and sit down every time there's a setback, you you. That's not how this works. It is designed that way. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. But success is just reserved for those who are willing to fight through, who refuse to settle for mediocrity, who want something more. Now, don't get me wrong. Success is defined by each individual. So what I may consider to be successful, you may not consider that. You know, what Bill Gates considers successful, I might not consider. What what Michael Jordan considers successful, I might not consider. What you consider successful, your boss might not consider. You have to define what that is for yourself. It may not be monetary at all. You know, your level of success could be tied up in community service. It could be tied up in family. It could be tied up in the church. Your level of success could be tied up in the boys clubs it could be any number of things whatever your level of success is you have to determine what that is you and the best way to determine that is to get in touch with your maker who created you to find out what your mission and your purpose is so he can put you on track i just had this conversation with my son and we were talking about getting on the path that god has set up for you 
So many times we find ourselves fighting through life because of so much uncertainty because we have no idea where we're headed. It's like uh, one of my uh, sayings that I have at my mentoring camp for boys is, is that a boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. See, if you don't have a map laid out in front of you of where you're going, when you wake up every day, that pretty much explains the feeling of confusion, the lackadaisical attitude, the, the lack of purpose, the not understanding your mission, because you don't have not gotten in touch with your creator to find out exactly what your path in life is. What are you supposed to be doing? The moment you can identify that is the moment that you get started waking up with purpose, with the sense of direction, when you kill the sense of I don't know what's next or what to do. Now, there's going to be some confusing moments no matter what happens. There's going to be some uncertainty, but at least you'll know where you're going. So if you're tired of waking up feeling lost, abandoned, confused, don't know what to do, don't know what you're supposed to be doing, refer back to your maker. Because when he created you, he had a plan for you. When he created you, he had a path for you. Now, we've made some decisions to get off of both of those, the mission and the path, but God can get you right back on track. Do that today. Ask him what you're supposed to be doing. And listen, God has all the answers if you form the relationship, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening to the baddest morning show in the land. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, today's show is dedicated to people who don't have pleasant voices. <laughs> All of wow. you who, when you talk, it sounds like a shovel getting drugged down the driveway. Those of you like who what? speak and sound like chalk going across the blackboard. Those of you who speak and sound like a plate in the sink with a little grit under it. Those of you, when you talk, it sound like a toilet flushing. This show is dedicated to people with unpleasant voices. Oh, now they can be pleasant people. They can be very bright people. I've often found that most of them are extremely intelligent and sweet people, but the voice decries and defies all that is presented by them. I've seen cute girls with incredibly irritating voices. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is dedicated to Mississippi Monday. I knew it. (laughs) You wrong for that. This show is dedicated to Tanya, my stage crew. Tanya. Oh, Tanya, squeaky voice. Her and Monica be together talking. It's like a rap group called Squeaky and Scratchy. (laughs) What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve, how you doing? I need a demonstration later, please. Okay, I will. Ain't no problem. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, Shirley. Call me Junior. This boy's a mess. Top of the morning. Morning, everybody. What's wrong, Junior? What's wrong, Junior? Nothing. 
Oh, you didn't sound like your normal cheerful self today. I'm trying not to be one of the voices. Oh, okay. You, oh, you That's try, what it you was. Try to uh-huh. Well, Junior, it's too late for <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think you yeah, made I it. I didn't, Junior, I wasn't even thinking about you. Well, I might well throw you in. I know, I, I know when it was coming. <laughs> well, let's hear Squeaky and Scratchy, Steve. Hey, Mr. A. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Harvey. How are you today? Welcome to Family Feud. He don't need to be welcome to Family Feud, child. He, we need it. We ain't bring no catfish with him. <laughs> now, who is that? That's Monica. That's Monica. That's Monica. Monica. Uh, this her happy voice. Good morning, Mr. A. <laughs> <laughs> I like everybody today? Hey, Carla <laughs> Jr. Hey, Monica. <laughs> Tommy, Shirley. She's just as I'm cute so as she happy wants today. to be. Sound like she had gunpoint. Though. Yeah, gunpoint and fin the cry. Yes. <laughs> All rolled into one. Monica Steve. Huh? Her nerves are bad. What? I mean, everything, everything on her nerves. Like quick gets on her nerves. She doesn't like noise. How's she working at a radio show? <laughs> I don't it's know. <laughs> so that's who the show is dedicated today right. to, for those of you. And we'll be back with something funny at 32 after the hour. This is going to be good, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny, Steve. Uh, We want you to try and help people get their next job simply by crying, okay? I'm going to tell you what this is all about. It says breaking out some tears may help you land your next job. During a job interview, you definitely want them to remember you, and it turns out a few tears just might do the trick. While you may think that crying during the interview process would blow your chances of getting a job, there are some people who say it actually works wonders. So, <laughs> Okay, well, let's go there. Okay, we're in a job interview. So come on, you Tommy. and Carla are interviewing me. Oh, Tommy. Uh, I know Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, let Tommy, Tommy. interview Tommy. you. Yeah, okay. And go so uh, let's go and let's start the interview. <laughs> let's start the interview. Here we go. Well, good morning, Mr. Harvey. How are you today? Hi, morning, how, are you? how are you, Ms. Uh, Strawberry? Mr. Miles, uh, thank you for having me. Such an opportunity. All right, so Mr. Harvey, let's get started. I wanted to ask you, what what exactly, um, what makes you qualified for this job? Well, having had several jobs before that gave me the experience of the exact uh, thing that you folks are looking for, it's pretty much made me qualified. And, you know, everybody that I've ever worked with have always said I was really just overqualified. Here, um, let, let me ask you something, uh, Mr. Harvey. Uh, why did you leave your last job? Oh God! Just so difficult that you bought this up. Yeah, I. Well, Do you need a mom? I was um, I was uh, there for sixteen years and now. Oh really? Uh, you know, they just came in and it, oh they just closed it. I mean, it's, they they just shut the shut the doors. Well, let me. I was in the parking lot when it happened. <laughs> I was standing there and yeah, it a chain out. What? I got the chain. And put the chain on the door. Are you crying, Mr. Harvey? No, no, what? I'm not. I'm, I'm, 
It was just so traumatic. I just chained the door. Good like, job interview. Composure. Mr. 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 Harvey, let me jump in here. Uh, okay. I just baked uh, cookies yeah. before. Because they were all in there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Go, go ahead, Go ahead, sir. Tommy. I wanted to ask you, Mr. Harvey, um, you, oh. you know, a job like this, you're going to be working with a lot of people. You're going to be doing a lot of oh. interacting. Uh, you know, how do you, do you have the skill set to actually interact with other people? Yeah. Excuse yeah. me? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've interacted with... Quit slamming the damn door! <laughs> I'm sorry. This doesn't take much. We see. Uh, yeah. I interact with people from time to time. You know, it's just... Talking about it sort of gets me. You know? Other than that, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with other people. Well, um, Mr. Harvey, this is a uh, sales position where... Um, looking to hire you for and we just want to make sure that you're the right person as uh thomas mentioned earlier you have the right qualifications for this position you have to interact with people you have Mm -hmm. to sell our product and you know people buy you first before they even buy the product so i i just want to make sure that that um you know this little crying thing i hear um it's it's not really. Um... Listen, wait, wait, wait. Oh, jeez. I don't just, I don't, oh, I don't geez. cry. I wait, I got a question for you, Mr. Harvey. What are wait, your but I don't just cry, you know, all the time. Sounds like you do. Well, I'm, I'm out of work. Yeah. I'm crying because I'm out of work. Yeah, there's no crying at work. Uh... Well, I don't want, I'm not here yet. <laughs> if you hire me, I can stop. <laughs> You would cry too if you wasn't working. Oh, God. Oh, Go ahead, Miss Carly. Yeah, what, what are your strengths? Let's talk about something positive. Strengths. One of my strengths is crying. I can. No, I can, I can absolutely pull it together. Really? Uh, that's one of my strong suits. I, I promise you, I can. You just hire me. If you give me the job, you'll see. It's like instant. If someone would just say, you're hired, I can, I can begin to show you. What if the city gave a little 18th interview? This is the third level. This, this is supposed to be it. I was told by your supervisor that it wouldn't, we wouldn't even be in here this long. Now here I am, and we still talking. I ain't got no job. <laughs> well, this is that's why it's called a process, Mr. Harvey. A process. <laughs> yeah. Oh, father. The interview oh, process. Lord, must I suffer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Tommy, you got any more oh, questions? Jesus. I can't Um, Hire him so he'll stop, please. Well, let's let's evaluate, Miss Shirley Strawberry and okay. Carla. Do you think we have the right person for the job? Well, How about we let this person sell themselves in 30 seconds to us? Okay. okay, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Mr. Harvey, could you sell yourself for 30 seconds to us, please? Okay, hold on. <laughs> you need a moment? You want to go out? Yeah, just let me know when the 30 seconds. Okay. okay, and you can start now. And now. You know, I believe that I'm uh, extremely qualified for this position due to the fact that I'm uh, probably the most experienced candidate that you'll meet from time to time. I've also uh, discovered that I have several traits that uh, this company's lacking and I can be a most 
fulfilling factor in developing the absolute direction of the, your firm and your company. I will Ten be nothing left, but an asset, and that is why I think I should have the job. Okay. Well, All right. Okay. He's got a I mouthful right here. No tears. Okay. Right. Uh, if you're asking me, I would say he's hired. All right, coming up next, guys, you know it's Monday, so you know what that means. Church complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Oh, Lord. Right after yeah. this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, you know what we're going to talk about, church and church complaints. <laughs> we are here. Oh, most gracious by a dollar forgiven and malnutritionized giver of greatness. Our Lord, we are here to handle church complaints. That's right. Deacon Def Jam is the representoire of the complaint section for this raggedy, busted membership. We have good membership, Pastor. We just have that to wear complain a lot of all the time. Yeah. Mm. You ready? Uh, I, I can't say nothing unless I hear a complaint. All right. <laughs> uh, to start this thing off, our sister Ola B. Uh, Gidry is pregnant with 32 kids, and, and she is due this coming Friday. She is asking members of the church to sponsor each child. And she is also starting her own adoption program. Well, Sister Gidry, uh, mm. I've talked to her about this. The gig is up. What? what do you yeah. mean Sister Gidry has not had 32 kids. She what? has taken in 32 kids. I didn't know And that. all of the kids she has taken in ain't children anymore. It's two uh, 48-year-old men stay with her. She's claiming them, Six too. Six 34-year-olds. Nine, nine 29-year-olds. And 11, one of them, one boy just turned 18. He almost out. And 10, uh-huh. the, wait a minute, there's one that's 54. But, and the rest of them is... Uh, are you saying out of the 32, one of them is 54? Yeah, one of them. And we'll have a 43-year-old in there. Them, them is the kids, so we're not uh. giving nothing else because all of them should be working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if she wants to start an adoption agency with hey, the Don't children. nobody want to adopt a damn 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not taking on all that. It's hard enough feeding kids. Now you're trying to figure out a grown man bowel movement pattern. Ah! I, I, ain't nobody I, finna do no. that. Now. <laughs> Tell Let's her no on. more money for her. Okay, all right. Let's move on, Pastor. Yeah. Uh, the um, the Adam and Eve ministry is asking when can they come new to church to represent who they are. <laughs> uh, Sister Juanita Wilcox is the president, and she is asking when can they come nude to represent their own ministry. Now, I've seen uh, Sister Wilcox clothed. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Why is she in the Adam and Eve ministry? 
I don't understand what you mean when you say that. Oh, you don't. Oh, you don't. <laughs> I think it's obvious. We got, and matter of fact, that's why we can't do it because she handpicked everybody in there, and they all friends. Mm-hmm. And they meet three times a week at Golden Corral. <laughs> they have buffet busting contests. Buffet busting contests. They go in there and see which one of them can bust the buffet who can get put out first. Yeah. Well, the oh, rolls the are good over there. Oh, them helpers in there eating. I'm the rolls, you the, yeah, the rolls are good in there. Yeah. Uh, stay in your voice because you sound a lot like Tommy right now. <laughs> you telling me to stay in mine. All of a sudden, I was just talking to nephew Tommy. <laughs> I, 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 moving along past the yeah. Sister Dolores Kavanaugh, Pastor, uh, as you know, uh, she just had knee surgery. She couldn't afford the part that allows you allows her to bend, so she stands the entire service. She's asking if uh, if we could buy her a stand up bathroom. She's been going out of her window at the house, and she lives on the third floor. People below have been really catching it. <laughs> We're not really understanding what you're saying here, Deacon. Did you think this? Let me be... say that one more time, Sister Dolores Cavanaugh. I got who just that. Had got a knee that don't bend. Now, what's she doing in the bathroom? What I'm saying, she's asking. Uh, she stands the entire time. Uh, she can't. She she can't bend, Pastor. She's asking if we could buy her a stand-up bathroom. She's been going out of the window at her apartment. She lives on the third floor, and the people below are catching it. Hello? I'm, I'm not understanding this. Everybody yet. else is getting it. I don't well, know why well, you Well, them ain't the ones that's got to get it, though. See, well, I'm your partner in crime in this hill. Now, well, if she you? got a knee that don't bend, she mm. got a bath, she in the bathtub, and she can't sit. I didn't say she was in the bathtub, Pastor. What'd you say, Deacon? <laughs> I said that she she's asking for us to buy her a ba- a stand-up bathroom. That's what I said. A stand-up bathroom. Toilet, so she can go to the... She yeah. didn't say that. He didn't want to say that. Well, you, why is he I not you wanting would... to say a stand-up You want toilet? me to be graphic. Okay. No, <laughs> how is that graphic, boy? All right, well, a stand-up toilet, Pastor. She's been going out the window uh, on the third floor. She's been going not... out the window. You mean She's been using me. the bathroom out She's the window. She's been hanging her wide ass out the window. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't think wow. it was gonna go like this, but okay. Uh, we uh, we need can you help her up? But no, we need video in order to see exactly what the Now you wanna is. see her going out the window. Uh, to, for me to believe this whole thing is even true. Do you need these complaints on Friday so you can figure them out for Monday? <laughs> I don't need nothing on Friday. All you got, I'm thinking it would have been real simple to just install a latrine in the woman's house. But you obviously ain't hadn't thought of that. You can't solve nothing. Yourself. A latrine is for number one. We are, what about number two? Uh, 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 
It's number two if you if that's all we putting in there. Wait a minute. Wait, hold up now. Now, you've been number two and out the window. Now, you got a problem putting it in the tree. Shirley, Sister Shirley, get out of the complaints. What you're not going to do is ug and ug your way out of here. Now, right. he's right about that, Sister Shirley. You're going to have to be quiet with these. You Lord younger. Jesus. That's too much. We it can't even much. write a joke. <laughs> it's too a much. sugar honey iced tea joke. Deal with it. Uh-uh. Huh. All right, more of this crazy ignorance show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Um, Steve, you might enjoy this. <laughs> we have a question for Junior and uh, J. Anthony Brown, the uh-huh. one and only. Uh, since you guys are the single guys on the show, does being on the radio every day make it harder for you guys to date, or does it no. make yeah, it easier? Yeah. yeah, me that. No. Yeah, you can ask Tommy. That. You're married. He's married. He's what? That he would make that. it hard. <laughs> All right, then you go first, Tommy. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a struggle, Sharon. <laughs> People are hearing what you're getting through. They they hearing what you're going through. Hearing about your wife and kids. Yeah, it's a difficult situation, but you deal but you, with it. You've you know? managed to get around it, though. I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Obstacles. And, and <laughs> your wife. I mean, what? Junior, this uh, absolutely not. Let me not say a... this fool from himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, himself. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, nah, it's absolutely no problem. No, nah, they don't even know who the hell I am. So... <laughs> oh yes, they do. <laughs> they hey, do I walk outside every day. Don't get stopped. I'm, I'm meeting them everywhere. Yeah, restaurants, <laughs> the, the uh, laundromat, uh, the mall. Hey, I ain't got no problem. Well, good. I can oh. I can truly say this that. From being on the radio, people recognize you, and you probably had this. They recognize you from your voice. They can hear your voice. Oh, and, oh, yeah. oh I heard you on the radio. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, the tap on the shoulder that I get, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when I turn around, <laughs> all I'm saying when I get the, you know, the tap on yeah. the shoulder, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. then I turn around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I turn around, it's never, and I mean never. <laughs> Never worth turning around. <laughs> gotcha. So stupid. I didn't think you were gonna say that. It just, Jay. I could just, I could just keep going by my. You know, a lot of times I think it's a dude. Hey, hey, you on the radio, right? And then I turn around. Watch out to my, oh. and it's to her. My, and it's her. To my surprise. That that was a woman. That was, yeah. No, so it's no never good. Fine, never touch me. Yeah. And go I out think here. it's difficult but, for y'all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because a Why? person gets to hear uh, before they meet you already that they're ignorant. <laughs> and, you know, Your reputation precedes it's almost you. Kinda, it's almost kind of hard. That's why they're walking off. <laughs> Well, Steve, I mean, you're the relationship expert on the show. Help them. I can't help what can, them. What can they do? This dude what? been married three times. <laughs> Have you ever He's given him any now. advice? Uh-uh, can't. And then Junior ain't never been married. Junior ain't got no kids. <laughs> well, he's young. He's only 32 or something. Something. I don't know. What is something? 30-something. 30 39. She's off by seven. You're not 39. Why can't be? I don't believe that. Because of your voice. With your voice. Why can't be? I don't know, baby. What you trying to say? (laughs) 
There's Honey, no I can't be 40. There's no way. Why? Oh, Why I can't be 40? Why I can't be 40? <laughs> <laughs> oh so when you were little, you know boys' voices change at what, about 14 or something? He has changed. Yeah, it changed. It changed huh? at 14 to that. Higher? No, it just changed to that. You should have heard it. When he when he was when he was before it changed, he just sound tiny. Morning show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, this is according to Business Journal. If given the choice, 41% of people would actually rather have more paid vacation time than a pay raise. Hell yeah. While we're always take that. Yeah, we're always hearing about US employees not using up all their paid vacation each year. It seems like a lot of folks really do want more time off. Do you think you'd rather have more vacation time? Or a pay rate. More vacation. I, yeah. What about you? I, I'm kind of on the fence with this one because I don't take a lot of vacation, which no. is crazy. If you give me six days, I'm taking them. I Every know. last one of them. Every last I, one of them. I don't take a lot of vacation. I really don't. You have I to never tell have. me I yeah. don't have no more damn <laughs> It ain't an option <laughs> for me. You, you have to tell me yeah. I'm out of six days yeah. and vacation. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you don't yeah. say nothing, I'm off. Yeah, I yeah. guarantee you I'm taking my sick days. 
So I guess I would be, yeah, I'd get a pay raise. <laughs> I guess I'd be that, that person. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, Instead no. of vacation days. Because I barely, rarely take the ones that I have. I'm supposed yeah, to be on vacation really... right now. Am I a workaholic? Well, I think your bougie-ness uh, <laughs> won't allow you to be. Yeah, I think, I think your bougie-ness, I think your bougie bougie-ness borderline <laughs> tips off into stupidity. <laughs> oh, no, you're calling me stupid? No, I didn't say you were stupid. <laughs> he he said tips off. I said, I said you were bougie. Yeah. But if, if your bouginess is overrunning you, yeah. and it tips over into stupidity, because why your ass won't take your vacation? I supposed to be on vacation now, right but you now. She didn't take it. You're supposed to be on vacation I now. I put in for it, and I, I put in for it, and I'm here. Can I have your days? <laughs> no, don't take man. my days, man. Uh, let, hey, let me tell you something. Okay, I, I need help. If they told me, Steve, uh-huh. you can take off. From now on, all of your jobs, and we'll just send you the check. Oh, yeah. Who wouldn't sign up for that? My ass is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm My doing that. My ass is gone. <laughs> I'm gone, 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 gone. Okay, let me ask you this question. Whatever your salary is, mm-hmm. if somebody gave you three years of your salary and gave it to you at one time, yeah, would you quit your job? <laughs> no. Oh, hell no. 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 I got to be in here running the board. Pat, move over. <laughs> I got to have someone. I like coming yeah, to work. Yeah, I really like I like yeah. having a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. I yeah. like having a purpose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got to have something to do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like, I like it. So, so let me ask you. <laughs> your salary. Yeah. Uh, your salary for three years. Oh, hell yeah. Would if, you quit if all I got of your jobs? salary, I'd take all yeah. Well, yeah. Straight out of here. Yeah, well, that's a little different. <laughs> well, straight out of here. And would not look back. And would not. <laughs> Three and years yourself. Go home and tell Marjorie, and she'd be all right with that decision. Yes. <laughs> so, baby, this is what we're going to do. Well, you but, can live off of it, I'm well, sure, look, for the rest of the Baby, baby, let me tell you what we're going to do now. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. We're going to slow down. Mm-hmm. We're going to slow down. We're going to buy a couple things, and we're going to lock it down. Then I'm going to go back and get another show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. We back. It's time to get it done. It's time to do what this boy came over here to do. He doing way more than that, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Bought him in for one bit. He done muscled his way in on half the damn show. (laughs) Cut out all this damn talking on this damn show. I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> all right. It's time to I'm murder so the hits. Uh, we got a fresh one for you today, Steve. Uh, I want to thank Shirley for coming up with the concept of this. Shirley, it's Charlie Wilson's song. Now, his song is Blessed. It's oh, about yeah. blessed. It's about being thankful for what you got. My song, a little different. God. It's about being stressed. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of stressful situations out there. You just got out of one. Just got out of one, so here we go. This is stress, not bless. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I'm just a, a bundle of bad nerves, man. I, I'm shaking all the time. Man. If you give me a glass of milk, man, I'll give you butter back. That's how much I'm shaking, man. I don't want to go nowhere and stay in the house all the time. I ain't take packages in mail, no, you don't know. And people, it's scary out there. Oh, 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 I, I don't stand in my yard. Ain't no way, but I might do it someday. Pistol laying by my side. Damn righteous people fighting on the freeway. People mean and they scream. I don't bother them, I got enough on 
about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jay. Man. About everything. So, Steve, I mean, things seem to be going well with you yeah. I mean, lately. You stressed yeah. about anything? Yeah. yeah. having a good week. This yeah, week. last week I can understand, but this last week. Friday. Boy. Well, Ooh. you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's more coming, but, you know, I ain't stressed about it. <laughs> oh, it's more coming. You know, I already... <laughs> I already, I, I already know what the mission of some people is, but I ain't really uh-huh. stressed. I'm sick of some mess. <laughs> so sick of some of this mess, y'all. Yeah. Starting to look like I'm stressed, y'all. But all I'm real sick of this mess, y'all. I wish they would get a life. <laughs> Prank phone call coming yeah, up yeah, next. You got some You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter. We'll get into that. But up next, nephew Tommy's prank phone call. Nephew, you're up. Carla, this go out to you and all the cheerleader mamas out there. Oh. What you got? Bottom of the pyramid. Let's go. Cheer season is coming up. Let's do it. Bottom of the pyramid. Here it is. Hello? 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 Yeah, can you hear me? I'm trying to reach uh, Angela. Angela. Hang on just a second. Let me turn it down. Okay, hi. Who are you trying to reach? I'm trying to reach Angela. Is this Angela? Oh, yeah, this is she. Hi, Angela. This is Chip. Chip. 
I'm the uh, new camp director for the cheerleading camp for the summer. Oh, hi, Chip. What can I do for you? Just want to give you a courtesy call. Your daughter, you got her signed up for four weeks uh, with the camp, uh, right? Yep, for June. Uh, okay. Yep. This is you guys' third year being a part of the camp? Yep, and she's really excited. She loves coming to the camp, and we think it's a great thing for her to be involved in. What's up? Okay, you guys just finished the whole cheerleading season, too. Am I right, the competition season? Yes, just coming oh. off of that. Right, right. Okay, well, we're getting ready for the summer, and everybody's excited about coming out and being a part of what's going on. So here's what I wanted to give you a, a little bit. Like I said, I'm the new camp director. I was uh, just starting uh, this job. I got a few notes that um, that were given to me about, um, about so I wanted to give you a call and see if I could talk to you about it. A few notes given to you about Yeah, just a couple what? notes. I don't think it's anything that we can't make sure uh, is okay. What, what kind of notes? Well, it's been brought to my attention that some of the parents whose daughters are out there as well, they're going to be there this summer, are a little concerned uh-huh. about her being uh, on top of the pyramid, that she's uh, is, is, is a little heavy. Should she? Uh, what? Wait, what wait, 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 ho, ho, ho. You calling me about some, some other parents and saying about how big my child is or how much my child weighs? Is that what well, you're calling what, me about? What, what I wanted to let you know is, is we're going to put her as a, a base. Or oh, we're no, put her as a, as a, as a, oh, no, you ain't going to put no base. I done already paid my money. And what you say your name is, Chip? And um, how long have you been the director? Because I was just up there two weeks ago. And they told me that she was going to be in the same position that she was last year because that is what worked. That's the formation that worked. So I don't even know what well, you're talking well, about. Well, supposedly the, some of the girls are complaining that she's too heavy to hold up. So that, that seems to be the problem in there. They're not getting a strong enough pyramid. And I'm going now, to take wait a minute. Uh, wait a, wait a, a minute. I know well she ain't the biggest one out there. Have you been out there? My child is not the biggest child out there. When did I you start? I, because I, obviously just, you like have I, not seen these cheerleaders. Uh, it is some baby sumos out there. Okay, hang on a second. Angela, I want you to calm down a bit. No, I ain't nobody going to calm down because I done already paid my money. And this that I be talking about. What parents? What parents done said something? Is it, uh, is it Carrie? Ma'am, I'm not, I'm not going to state who it is, but let's just say it was several. Who are these parents that's got something to say about my child and her position on the cheerleading squad? Because if you ain't finna fuck up no name, then I don't understand what you calling me about. I'll tell you one thing. When she get out there, I done paid my money. She better not be on no she better be in the air. I guarantee you that right now. I've been hanging okay. with these well, listen, all season, Angela, and ain't nobody Angela. said nothing to me about and her weight and all this. Okay, Angela, can you hear me? I just wanted you to hear me clearly. What I haven't it? seen these young ladies yet. Once I see them, I will critique what no, I think. Well, then you they don't they even need to be calling me because you ain't even seen nothing. So you calling me with some he said she's from some other parents that's been skinning and grinning in my face, and they now one of these. Said nothing to me. They done been in my house. We didn't have parties over here for this competition every weekend, every other day, and they couldn't say nothing to me about my baby. I tell you what, why don't you call your girls on the three way, Mr. Chip? If you can't call them on the three way, never mind, I got them numbers. I call them on the three way. Okay, okay, okay. Ma'am, all I wanted to do was make you aware of the possibility that she may be a bad Well, thank you. You have made me aware, and I guarantee you that if I bring my big yellow up there and come to the practice. I guarantee you she won't be no base. How much you want to bet on that, Mr. Chip? Look, you're going to quit hollering at me. Now, I told you I would try to take a look at these girls, but I tell you what, your daughter's going to be a base or she's going to be a back support, whichever I decide she's going to do. Who in the do you think you hollering at, Mr. Chip? 
You are, that's you not how this going to go down. No, you that's raise... not how this going to go down. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Mr. Chip, are you at the registration table today? I'm, I'm, I'm here now while people are registering. Yes, I am. Let me turn this around. I tell you what, I'm on my way up there. Why don't you and them parents that's been complaining, why don't all y'all come to the table and we don't have come to Jesus meeting about where going to be for this coming up season because I'm not going to tolerate this. I've been told you, I've been paid my money and this high is going down. Has gained weight. What, what is it to you whether gained weight or not? What does that have to do with her cheerleading? Do you agree that probably bigger than most of the girls on the team? Not bigger than most of the girls on the team. Uh, Monique's daughter is bigger than and she wasn't no base last year. They hyped up up so gonna get up too. We all just gonna be big and plump up in the air. I done turned around and I'm headed to your little treasure table. Okay, so you better be ready. You better be ready. Before you get here, there's something else I need to tell you. You ain't gotta tell me a thing. All you gotta do is have you and the parents around that table when I get there because I'm on my way up there right now. Then y'all can say all y'all gotta say in my okay, face. Okay, well I wanna, oh, before you get, before you get here, I just wanna let you know. Oh that man, what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey. I don't know who this is on this phone. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> I'll be God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who put Rochelle, you on? Rochelle. There's another parent named Rochelle. She told me y'all are good friends out there. Oh, she got oh, so she want to prank call, huh? All right, we're gonna see. The season start. My daughter uniform. She ain't gonna be able to perform. A fat will be looking for hers. How about that? Since y'all want to prank call me? Oh man, hey, let me ask you something, baby. What is the baddest? Ooh. And I mean, the baddest radio show in the land. <laughs> None other than the Steve Harvey Show. Carla, your little girl at the at the top of the pyramid, though, ain't she? Not anymore. She's tall, so okay. she's a she's a back spot. She's a base. Okay. Yeah, so she would be the one holding up the flyer. And that's the person that everybody don't want you to drop their baby. Yeah, but they need to watch the weight. Okay. Wow. Yeah. See right there. See right there. Right there. Somebody got to be the base. Yes. <laughs> and somebody got to be the fly. Yeah. Right. Now, your baby can't be the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Because we ain't got nobody want to be the base. Because when she go used up. to be the base because yeah. she's the tallest. She was one of the raw you, ones. Yeah. But if your baby 150. Base. Yeah, that baby need on the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Your baby need to be on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your baby on the bottom. Yeah, because when you, throw the, when you throw the big baby up, the ain't other little kids clear. Everybody clear out. They should just come down and splay. No. Incoming. First of all, he ain't going up that high. That's the first thing. He ain't going up yeah. that high. The first thing ain't the high, so they're coming right back. Even like Tasha doesn't have that problem. But I just seen some girls get dropped. That is not a good look. If you be. They can get hurt. Yeah, they can get hurt like that. Man, yeah. you know, you know, look, 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 we can take that approach to it, but let's just go and stay on it where it is. Yeah. Okay. If your Please. baby big, ain't nobody tossing him. Yeah. We ain't bad. tossing big baby. We thick. can't get her up, no. Thick. If you thick, you ain't supposed to be we a fly. We might take on the seventh floor you know, and yeah, drop yeah, a big man, but uh-huh. we're not. You, you know, if you big boned it, you, yeah. you not the one that's going to get tossed. We want that little light ass girl. That's the one. Skin and bones. Toss her up there, she come back down, one of us can catch her. We really don't care about your baby getting mad. Yeah. About to give a damn. But she want her turn to fly. Yeah, you, your big ass don't get a turn to fly.
But it be some thick babies want to yeah. be on top, though. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I want to be on top one time. You can't. Ain't yeah. no more top. Oh, Steve. <laughs> yeah. This happened to Tasha. And this big girl was mad because Tasha couldn't hold her up. And Tasha yeah. said, Mommy, my wrist is hurting. Yeah. Yeah. My Tasha wrist, my shoulder on. about to give out, my back crumbling. All right. We, I think we got the message, Steve. Whose uh, big ass baby is this? We'll be back with the strawberry letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today. Okay? All right, nephew, take us to the letter. Yes, yeah, Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Uh, subject, you did what? Where? All right. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met the love of my life. This beautiful woman was so perfect, I could not believe she was still single. Well, after dating her for six months, I figured out exactly why she is not married. She has a bizarre, nasty habit. It all started to go downhill when I took her around my friends for the first time. We went to a house party and had a good time eating and drinking. The next day, my friend called me upset because someone had relieved themselves in his bathroom drawer. What? To put it politely, it was not urine. What? He thought someone had had too much to drink and made a mistake. Two months later, my lady and I went to play cards at another friend's home. The next day, my buddy called me and was very upset because someone had relieved themselves in his son's closet. It's odd to me that it's happened twice, but I don't dwell on it. A week later, my lady and I went to my brother's house for a cookout. The next day, same thing. My brother called me and said he had discovered a mess on the back seat of his SUV. Now, there have been three incidents, and it's starting to get really weird. So I mentioned it to my girl. I told her that everywhere we had been, someone had left a surprise for the homeowner each time. Her response blew my mind. She shamefully admitted that it was her all three times. She said she can't help it. She likes to relieve herself in odd places when she goes out. She said she tried therapy for many years, but nothing has worked. I consulted a psychiatrist on my own, and he said that the problem is very common and that I should stay with her and support her. I was going to marry this woman, but now I'm thinking that marriage would not be a good idea. What's your advice? Should I throw in the towel now or stay with her and help her through this? All right, my apple is going to be very short and very simple. Money. Run as fast as you can. This is not a good look. Run. Something medically is wrong with her, mentally is wrong with her. Uh, Therapy didn't help her. Uh, I don't think anything can be helped by this situation. This is crazy and nasty. Steve, run. I say run. 
Steve. Boy, make me proud. Come on, boy. You know, oh, uh, <laughs> things like this is what I specialize in. This is why really? I'm a proponent of why go to school when you could do comedy. <laughs> See, education will get in the way of what I'm about to say. Schooling and and, and proper technique and discussing uh, what could have gone wrong in her childhood, mm-hmm. how normal this is in behavior, clinically what this is called. Well, there is no clinical name for this. Mm. Let's call this what it is. This is just <laughs> Yeah, 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 come on, boy. Come on. That's all this is. What is what it is, again? What is it again? They can't believe I said it. Come on. Come on, just, say it one more time. Just bleep it, cat. All this is, and you can't call this nothing else. <laughs> Listen to me. This is flat out. You just running around just Whatever <laughs> you want to. Yeah. Now, when we come back, we're going to give a different name to it. We're going to call it Sugar Honey Ice Tea. But what really is it, But right now, we all know you just walking around and disgusting. We'll be right back. Uh, You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter uh, and get to your part, too. Let me explain something to you. You met this beautiful woman. You can't believe she's still single. But then you found out why she's still single. Because she got a disgusting habit. She likes to relieve herself in odd places. She done went over your friend's house. She done sugar-hunted iced tea in the drawer in the bathroom. Then she went over your brother's house, set her fucking ass up in the back seat of his ass. SUV and sugar honey iced tea in now. Now this right here is a nasty heifer. Let's call this what it is. Now you can marry her if you want to, but you're going to be walking around your house discovering stuff. You're going to one day open up your laptop and be dead. Who in the hell did sugar honey iced tea on this damn keyboard? You know who it is. It's her. That's why her fine behind ain't got nobody. Because ain't nobody solving that. You're going to be sitting there here putting on your coat one day. On, stick your hand in your pocket. <laughs> Who in the hell did sugar honey iced tea in this jacket pocket? You nasty hell. You can't stay with nobody like this, man. No. You ain't got the training for this. You sitting up in here. Y'all in, the, y'all in the living room having a good time. You go over there to start a fire. What in these logs in this damn fire? You the sugar honey iced tea in the fireplace? Everywhere. Just it's just everywhere. You going down there in the basement? You gonna wash a load of clothes? You open up the lid? I'll be dead. She the sugar honey iced tea in the damn washing machine? You sitting up in here? You go in the bathroom, you ain't paying no attention. You use the bathroom where you supposed to use it. You flush the toilet like you supposed to. You get up and go to the sink to wash your hands, and this heifer, the sugar on the iced tea 
in the damn sink. You sitting up in here, you got company coming over. Everybody that got hungry. One of the little kids say, can I have some seal? You go up there and open up the cabinet to get a bowl down. You pull the bowl down. This heifer, the sugar honey iced tea in the baby seal bowl. This is why she can't stay with nobody. You outside cutting the grass. You just run up. All of a sudden, you stop and go, we ain't got no dog. <laughs> what? When did she come out here? She came out here and sugar honey ice tea in the yard. Boy, you better run. Shirley said run. You can't stay with a person like this because it's going to uh, keep popping up. Man. It he just, says he throw in the towel on Because she likes oh, to do it. Table, she, that's what he to she do. enjoys doing uh, this. But see, don't nobody enjoy finding it. Yeah, this is crazy. not what you like to do. I don't give a damn how much I love you, and I don't care how fine you are. What I'm not going to be doing. This is where you draw the line. It's going to my draw trying to get dressed for work, and I'm looking for a tie, and you done messed around. Man, all the tie. Oh, my God. This don't make no damn sense. Oh, my God. I'm sitting up in oh. here. I'm outside. It's a barbecue. Yeah. I got friends over. I'm finna start a fire. Oh. I go get everything. <laughs> I'll open up a bag of charcoal, <laughs> and I'll be damned. You set up here and sugar honey iced tea in the damn charcoal. <laughs> Can not. Man. You cannot. No. Marry this girl. Yeah. She already has said she's gone to therapy, and it does not help. So now, what are you going to do? <laughs> what, What's Jay? You probably did it in the doctor's office. <laughs> Man. What's, you what's, can't, what's the name of that therapy, Uncle? You can't. You can't. Do, you getting married and say I do, and then I right there. No, you can't. This is just. Oh, that is disgusting. Uh, can you give me? This one is one? the best one ever. This uh, unbelievable, man. This is one word. You think this is the best? So letter. listen to oh, me. This God. is not profanity. This is one word. Okay. The clinical term for this is shy to write us. Really? Shy to write us. S H I. T E R I Z U S. It's called Shiterias. Mm-hmm. Now, if you heard, you're not going to be able to pronounce it that way, which is the way I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> but it is S H I Shy T E R T R I Z U S. It's called Shiterias. And that's what she has. There is no cure for it. Give me, give me yeah, some more. Yeah. Give me two more locations. Give me some more places where she didn't find, where he didn't, where he didn't found it. Yeah. <laughs> you sitting up in here. Thanksgiving is over. Mm-hmm. Now, this produce a lot of. Thanksgiving is over. You wake up the next day, you hung. Right. You open up the refrigerator, you gonna warm up the greens. You open up the top and all. Oh, damn. <laughs> He set up here and sugar honey iced tea to these damn greens. 
Everybody gonna hate her then. Thankfully, it is time to go. Uh, uh, email Shirley, us. I know you enjoyed that. that Thank you disgusting. for allowing me to shine. That is my oh, favorite my letter God. this year. Thank you. Over here. All right, Steve, we gotta go. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something funny, of course, and uh, we're going to yeah. go. Junior, you're up first yeah. with Truth Be Told. <laughs> truth hey, the phone be call. Told. Truth Be Told, I can't help you. But let me take the phone call I got this weekend. And I, you know, I love I love Pete. Pete from uh, the old neighborhood uh, called me. Been going to the doctor, got some bad news. Uh-huh. But I'm not the person to call when, when you get some bad news. When you give me bad news, I get you right off of me and right back on to you. That's what I do when I get bad news. So, no, Tommy P called me, man. He's like, man, dog got a bad heart. Bad he heart. said, doctor say I'm going to have to have a heart transplant. Right then, I said, hey, Pete, <laughs> breathe slow. <laughs> really? Really? Hey, hey, you got the information for the bad heart. We can't upset you no kind of way. Your heart not good right now. So you need to take your time. Make it last as long as you can. Just breathe slow. You got a bad heart? He got bad. I got big lips. Yeah. Where we at? Yeah. yeah. Look at his. Here's another equal. step. That's... They ain't got to be equal. He just talking about what he got. Let me tell you what I got. Let me take it a step what further. He... I gave him some good advice. Huh? Right. Is he dying? Having big lips I, can, cannot kill you eventually. We didn't make it Damn that far. Middle. Whether Damn he died or not, we didn't make it that far. But I understand Junior. bad heart and heart transplant because I think you won't mind. You get your mind off of this heart right here. So I just want to let you know. As a matter of fact, Pete, you don't find nothing else funny because if you get revved up, you taking time off that heart. As a matter of fact, the next relationship you get into got to work because you can't afford no heartache. You can't You can't have none of that. Matter of fact, Pete, when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. sleep light because a deep sleep might be too much work on that, that one heart. Just want you to understand. Truth be told, I understand where you're coming from. I just ain't the one to help. That's you all. got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. No, you got a bad heart. That ain't my fault. No, not at all. I, I can't help wow. you. Yeah. You yeah. got on and off the line with it. No, is it? <laughs> no, I'm sorry to hear uh-uh. that. Uh, not, not Pete. Have you seen a doctor? Have you if you knew what Pete did, that's going to raise his heart rate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even read your bills. <laughs> you, you can't get revved up no kind of way, Pete. heart rate going to go up. Are you on Something any like medication? That. None of that came to mm-hmm. mind. No, huh? surely is. You can't have this one. That's all I've thought about. If you knew what Pete did to get the bad heart. that's why he was calling you in the first place. That's what I thought. He's looking for a heart. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Like a tin man. <laughs> oh, Pete been doing a lot of bad things for a very uh, long time. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Now, now he's talking about dog, man. They talking about I need a new heart. Hey, Pete, breathe slow, bro. <laughs> Just breathe slow. Hey, wow. Pete, I can't help you. <laughs> no, you ain't getting it over here. All right, Junior, your life. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for comedy I love roulette. It. I love it. Jay, now quickly. It's very this simple. Is new, yeah. you, you guys test our ability to be comedians. Give us five subjects. Pick anything you want. Let the wheel stop. We put it out on a roulette wheel. Wherever it stops, we do a couple minutes on. That's how good we are. All right. That's okay. how good we are. All right. All right. We'll see about that. We have five Let's topics for you. Yeah, All bring right. It. Bring it. Number one, the movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Steve. What was that, Steve? Oh, yeah. All right. Funny if you You got this one, though, Steve. Number two, being dumped. 
All right, Ooh. that's on the wheel. Number three, bedwetting. Ooh, been there. I got that one. Uh, uh, number four, bad grades. Number mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. when to shut up. Cat spin the wheel. Bad grades. Come on, bad grades. Bad grades. Bad grades. I like when to shut up. I did that last week. I like movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Steve. Whoa, okay, okay, that's a good one. Okay, when, when to shut up. When to shut up. Okay, when okay. to shut I'll up. i tell you when to shut up. The minute you look in your rear view mirror uh-huh. and you see that blue light, oh. it is time <laughs> to shut yeah. Not only Quiet. is it time for you to shut up, you make an announcement to everybody in the damn that's car right. to shut <laughs> the hell up, yeah. all right? Yeah. We yeah. definitely that there's going to be one person talking, all right? <laughs> and it's usually the soberest one. If they got to lean from the back and talk, the rest have been told to shut the hell up. Do you what you got, man? In that same lane. Yes. In that same lane. In the neighborhood where you see somebody running from the law. When the law look at us, we don't know nothing. I had one friend on point say, he went that way. Fool, what are you telling on Daryl for? You already know he know us. Now you sitting the law the same way Daryl went. You could have pointed the other way that when he see us, who you think he looking for? That's right. You didn't see nothing. Shut the hell up. Shut it. Zip it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go another route. Uh-huh. Let me just do two quick ones for uh-huh. you. Okay. Fellas, mm. it's, you know it's time to shut up. <laughs> when you're feeling guilty... <laughs> And you want to confess. Yes. 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 Stop well, that. Dog, well, I don't know what this moment you have. But partner, we're not going in there to do that. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. When I, my first marriage, uh-huh. I went out one night, me and my partner, you know, and, you know, I just told, told my ex-wife I was going out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm over at the house. A couple days later, my partner, Reggie, that I went to the club with, uh-huh. this is what he said. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, man, tell your wife about the club we went to. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You're looking at him like, what? <laughs> I just, just something. Yeah. You just go, what, what, what are you talking about? What is wrong with you, man? Tell my wife about the club we went to. You don't never do that. You don't never supposed to tell you uh-uh. shut up. Uh-uh. Never. What you supposed Mm-mm. to do? No. <laughs> I'll tell you another time to shut up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a trick, too. Uh-huh. When your mama say, say something else. But then, did you hear me? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Am I going to answer you or just supposed to be quiet? Right. Yeah. I'm just right. going to take my chance on shutting the yeah. hell up. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Say something else. Say, say something, something else. else. Yeah, yeah. I got one for you. You got one? You got one? Tell me. Go ahead, yeah. man. When you on the phone with a woman uh-huh. and you hear her husband say, who the hell you? talking to oh, Lord. man better you better shut, shut your mouth <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hang up dog <laughs> hang up and block that number <laughs> for it life it's time to shut up now junior huh? as, as 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 far as my mama when my mama say i guess i'm lying then <laughs> <laughs> 
It's time to shut up. Shut up. Gotta shut up. All right. You guys did it again, as always. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh, hate to talk about this, but it's peak hurricane season. Yeah, um, yeah we got to be prepared. Uh, we have a lot of listeners in Florida, the Carolinas, the, the Northeast. Carla, you've been through yes. a couple of hurricanes. Uh, so any reminders? Yeah, I've been through the big ones, huh? Mm-hmm. Katrina, Harvey. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I think what happens with hurricane season, people, you get too busy watching the Weather Channel and the predictions and what's where is it going to go? You've been through this before, so you're worried about what category it is. Here's the thing. Be ready. Just get you a week's worth of food, water, mm-hmm. medicine. Keep cash on hand. Fill up your gas tank. You can listen to this radio station for updates. Yes. You got to listen to the local city officials when they say evacuate, move. Go. When they tell you Go. to leave, there's yeah. no hurricane Please. that surprises Don't you. Mm-hmm. Is that they don't surprise you? It's not a tornado. It's not an earthquake. You know they're coming. You need to listen to the officials and evacuate and be safe. Yeah. Yes. If you can afford it, get a generator. I'm talking about they got some some you know some generators mm-hmm. that don't yeah. cost that much. Power get you a generator, out. man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your refrigerator yeah. going. Keep a few lights on. You're going you're gonna to be all right. And you know what? Get you some propane because the only way you can cook might be to barbecue. All right. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. It's time to get it done. It's time to do what this boy came over here to do. He doing way more than that, but, you know. <laughs> bought him here for one bit. He done muscled his way in on half the damn show. <laughs> I'm going to cut out all this damn talking on this damn show. I'm sorry, Tom. All right. Why time to I'm murder so the hits. Uh, we got a fresh one for you today, Steve. Uh, I want to thank Shirley for coming up with the concept of this. Shirley, it's Charlie Wilson's song. Now, his song is Blessed. It's oh, about yeah. blessed. It's about being thankful for what you got. My song, a little different. God. It's about being stressed. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stressful situations out there. You just got out of one. Just got out of one, so here we go. This is stress, not bless. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I'm just a, a bundle of bad nerves, man. I, I'm shaking all the time. Man. If you give me a glass of milk, man, I'll give you butter back. That's how much I'm shaking, man. I don't want to go nowhere and stay in the house all the time. I ain't take packages in mail. You know, you'll know. Man, people, it's scary out there. Man, watch yourself. Stand in my yard Ain't no way but I might do it someday Pistol laying by my side Damn right, there's people fighting on the freeway People mean and they scream I don't bother them, I got enough on my plate I'm afraid to get laid Paranoid, I might get a bad it So I get high to get by Drinking and I can't get enough you see me cry, cause I ain't got nothing but bad love. Ask me how I'm doing, I'm stressed. Yes, I put the letter D in the word D. Press. I always have a throbbing in my whole chest. I'm stressed. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, don't ask me how I'm doing. 
pretending I'm a mess. Yes, my side piece passed the paternity test. You never see a smile up on my face. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, ask me how I'm doing. I'm stressed. Yes, I put the letter D in the word depress. I always have a throbbing in my whole chest. I'm stressed. Yes, I'm stressed. Yes, don't ask me how I'm doing. I'm a mess. Yes, my side piece passed the paternity test. You never see a smile up on my Face. Yes, I'm Ralph Hawkins, baby. Ralph, yeah, baby. that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Side paternity I'm stressed. <laughs> no, I'm stressed. Is that a car wreck? Boy, man, I'm, car crash. I keep a throbbing in my chest. <laughs> All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. We love having you, Steve, so you can give us some closing remarks, well, some words know, to live by. Mm-hmm. Today, oftentimes my best closing remarks are remarks that are reflective of something that I'm going through. Mm-hmm have been through or experienced. And so today is going to be in that vein. I want to talk to you all today about faith. Faith. The purest definition of faith to me, this is to me now. I don't know how other people view faith. I'm just talking about the purest definition of faith to me is simply this. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith really means to me. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That categorizes faith for me. That exemplifies faith for me. That expresses faith for me. That somehow over the years, I have managed to understand that faith is in the belief in things that you cannot see. So when situations beset me, when circumstances run up into me, when I find myself in something that I have no control over, that that circumstance just set itself right in front of my door. And then all of a sudden, I get the phone calls. Hey, man, you all right? Hey, man, hang in there. Man, so sad to hear the news. You know, I had a slew of that this week because of some article that came out about the show. Friends from Cleveland. And I appreciate it all. But I'm going to tell you something that I'm drawing on. I'm drawing on this thing called faith. I'm drawing on some words that my mother told me when she was young, when I was young. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She always taught me that I don't believe God brought me this far to leave me. There is no way that God got me to this place to leave me. See, here's where faith comes in. I firmly believe that when one door closes, God has another one to open up. See, I never stand in the doorway that's closing in my face and keep knocking on that door. Y'all need to open this door back up. 
I'm not going to stand there and try to force my way back in the door. I'm going to take care of my business, of course. Faith without works is dead. But I do not get crippled and crumbled over the predictions or the thoughts of somebody else. Somebody come to me and tell me what they're going to do to me. How many times have you had somebody come to you and tell you what they was going to do to you? How many times have you had a boss confront you and tell you what they was going to do to you? And they say it with the full intent of shaking you up. And sometimes it worked, don't it? You go home and you shake it. Let me offer you something. Stop shaking. Don't worry. Don't be dismayed. There's no way God brought you this far to leave See, the people that's talking about taking stuff from you, they didn't give it to you in the first place. What they don't know, that your steps was ordered by God. What they don't know, that God positioned you right where he wanted you to be at a particular time. They had no choice than to put you in the position because God had ordered it so. So when they come along and they start talking about taking you out of position, what you worried about that for? You don't think You don't think that you have an option here? You don't think that the God you serve that put you where he wanted you to be placed, you don't think he see all of this? I do. I think he sees me. I think he places me right where he wanted me to be placed. I think he has people saying things about me so I can hear it. I think he's allowing people to think that they're making decisions because they want to. I believe that they don't know that God is always working on my behalf behind the scenes. Always. Why? Because I believe and I trust in him. That's why he always working on my behalf. There is no, I'm not an evil person. I'm not an unrighteous person. I'm really a good person. I'm flawed, but I'm a good person. I don't set out to hurt nobody. I ain't trying to step on nobody. So when somebody bring me some disparaging news about what they gonna do to me, in the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, you got to be careful how you handle me. Be very careful how you handle me. Cause I happen to be a child of the most high. What he's done for me in the past, he'll continue to do for me in the future. I have no fear of what you're claiming that you will do to me because God didn't bring me this far to leave me. That I'm certain of. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. And even though I can't see what he's doing right now, I bet he's doing something. I'm excited about the future of what God got for me. Those are my closing remarks. Yes, sir. He's working. Yes, sir. You better know it. You yes, better sir. drop that Have mic. yourself a good weekend because I, I, I am. Drop it. Huh. No, that's right. <laughs> Faith, baby. He dropped it. (laughs) Did you drop the mic or drop yourself? What did you do? All right. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Bye-bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 